Better, right? Oh, now I got it why you did not respond. <laughs> All my fault. All right. Uh, so I was saying that we are extremely happy that uh, with the way you receive us here, since we just have been in preparation with Pastor Geoff about coming over here. Thank you so much. Um, that is a great encouragement. Is of a great encouragement for us. We really need it. Um, as already was said, we are uh, serving uh, as missionaries, uh, church planters in the country of Georgia, which is uh, one of the uh, countries that used to be a part of the uh, former Soviet Union. And uh, we are going to be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, at this time, I want to give you a big, massive hug from my wife. She is a very, very... Uh, tender person and very lovely. So she cannot be here this morning with us. Unfortunately, she would be enjoying so much. But I, I promise I give, you, I give her all the reports like four or five times a day because that's the way she is used to. Um, now I'm going to share with you uh, our time this morning is limited and I want to share as much as possible so you can uh, go home with a little bit of what you have been coming here longing for this morning. Uh, I'm going to share some worship with you first, and I will ask my friends right there if they can find the slideshow to let it run some pictures of the country of Georgia. Uh-huh, right on, right there. So I'm going to be doing some worship, and then we'll come back to share some stories in the Word of the Lord. Is that okay? They can hear now. That's great.
Glory be the Lord. We came to the country of Georgia with zero relationship. Miraculously, the Lord uh, put in our path men that I had known before. He led us, helped us to find a house, to find a place where to live. Then other people came into our lives. And the Lord used them to provide all the relationship that we needed, miraculously. I cannot go this morning into the details, but our Lord is still, and he will be forever in the business of doing miracles. Uh, that's what we are here this morning, right? Miracles don't have size. They're just miracles. To me, it's a miracle that I am not sick this morning, that I have my voice. I had other opportunities where I have to speak in churches and share our mission, and my voice has been, so I'm so grateful that I have to have a voice this morning. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you were able to overcome flat tires and, and any other type of things to come over here, you know? Yeah, and we are here enjoying the presence of the Lord. So through all those miracles, the Lord uses anything possible to fulfill his plans, right? Uh, in the country of Georgia, the conditions are really uh, contrary to God, God's plans. The Bible tells us that he is the creator and the owner of the earth and of the, he of the skies, heavens, animals, humans, anything that is being created belongs to him because he is the creator. How in the world God's plans are not going to go forward in any country? So, well, how come? That's impossible. God's plans have to go forward. And we are his hands, and we are his feet, his eyes, his ears, his heart, right? Through miracles, he has blessed us in the country of Georgia. Conditions, as I said, I cannot go into the details. Please believe me, it's been miraculously provided that the first church of the Nazarene in the country of Georgia has been completely legalized, have the right to preach all throughout that, that country, and also Compassion Ministries as well has been registered as an NGO, and we are so grateful to the Lord because, because he has done it. The only thing we have done is just to wait upon his provision. When we went, many times we went in our own strengths, nothing didn't happen. We went very discouraged. Where? And miracles happened. This is what he wants from us. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Now, instead of me telling you tons of stories that I would love to sit down with you, like, Eight, ten hours. Believe me, eight, ten hours. I have done with my family, and we have to say, we got to sleep. Because, you know, the presence of the Lord is so thick in this room, and there's so much knowledge and content that we cannot process. Let's go sleep. And 
And people still think, Pastor, what are we going to do in heaven? <laughs> Sit down forever and tell stories of what he has done in our lives right here, down here. And when, wait until we come and reign with him right here. It's going to be another thing. That it was a glimpse of the future that we expect, right? That in this present time, we need to give our best. So instead of me telling many stories, we will show you a short video there. You know that old man? Yeah, he just growed beard a little bit. <laughs> so uh, this little story is a little thing like that of what the Lord has done in the country of Georgia for the first church of the Nazarene that has been already planted. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you happy? Are you blessed by those news? I got to tell you, because you have prayed and because you have given, this has been possible. No other reason. Of course, the power of our God. But here, humanly, because you have prayed and you have given. Because of faith promises around this beautiful nation in Canada and many other countries of Europe, we are supporting the missions. Because of that, all this can happen. So let's watch a little video, please. My wife, Yanni, and I we moved can here to the, the Republic of Georgia. The, the, the yeah, thank States, you. Uh, in 2017, our assignment was to pioneer NCM, which is Nazarene uh, Compassion Ministries, and later on, the Church of the Nazarene. The first task that we did in order to know what is needed here, specifically in this country, was to do kind of an assessment there is a big desire of Nazarene Church around the world to help. We don't help people just because we want to bring them to the faith in Christ. We help people because they are people and they are created on the image of God. So the first idea was to bring here a non-governmental organization to be able to help. And we found here are several areas that where we are right now working and we would like in the future to continue working. There's a lot of senior citizens that they need help. A lot of orphanage kids need help. We also have water projects in some villages that we know that they really need desperately. We know there is a need here for a, a new clinic to treat strokes. They don't have a single hospital that treat, treats strokes here. So this is some of the areas that we are focusing right now besides offering the Bible studies with disciple people. We also want to serve the community as much as possible. Our task is to serve people. I have to tell you, today's day, we are serving over 150 people. Most of these people have been taxi drivers or any service that they do in the streets or something like that, and you start a conversation with them. There are people in the parks. They sleep there sometimes. There are homeless people in the streets, and we're gonna interact with them too. One very cold night, I was walking around a park, and I saw this person sitting down there, and he was just really shaking because it was too cold. I asked him, what do you need right now? Like, if I was to help you, what do you need? He says, I'm hungry, terribly hungry. And then I, I say, well, if you wait for me here, I can come back with food for you. And he says, I can wait. I went, came back home, I told my wife the story, she prepared a delicious soup. So I took the soup to him and he just devoured it. 
she was very grateful. Then I say, okay, uh, if I were to help you a little bit deeper, closer, what, what would that be? He says, I have a huge problem uh, because of the fact that I walk everywhere, my feet are completely sick. He says, I have like a type of fungus or something in my feet that are literally eating my feet. He says, I practically cannot walk. I was able to receive some help from our ministry. And the next day I came to see him. We were able to rent a little room for him. We consulted with the doctor. We got some medicines. One day he called me that he was completely yellow. So we had to take him to the hospital, the hepatitis C. We have to put him in the hospital almost a month. And our organization took care of that for him, praise the Lord. And in the meantime, show him the Jesus film. Blessed are you, Paul, for yours is the kingdom of God. He was watching, and I remember that he was looking at me very intensely, and he goes, but what can I do in order to, that that I'm seeing can be truth in me. He says, because you are helping me, and then if I don't change my life, I can go back to the same situation I was, and I don't want that, but I don't have the strength I need to change myself. I say, oh, don't waste your time. You're never gonna be able to change yourself, my friend. You see that Jesus in that, in that, in that movie? That's just an actor. That the real one is accessible through the Holy Spirit. You just talk to him and ask him to literally come inside of you. And from there, to give you the strength you need to overcome all those behaviors wrong that you had that put you in the streets. And tears just came. He gave his life to the Lord Jesus. His feet are healed. His body is under control without the medicines. And then you say, now what? He says, I need desperately to work because I need to thank God for what he did. We found a good work for him. Once we start working, uh, serving these people, we do a follow-up individually we found a little house for him. So I would travel once a week over there. It's like probably like two hours from going back and forth. But it was worthy because he was really thirsty. So we need to be accessible, handy, since we don't have a building yet where we meet. We don't bring people to us. We just go to people, wherever they are. I just picture a church that came from the beginning, from zero, and grow up to serve the community in this place. And I would see a powerful Nazarene Compassion Ministry organization here. This is gonna have links to many other organizations and support this society in a very special way. And a powerful church that is going to serve the people, both spiritually and socially. Help and hope. Pomosh i nadierda. Helping hope for this nation. Three things that caught my attention from that video. How <laughs> I'm the one that was speaking there, but then I heard. And one thing is, every time I say there, our ministry took care of that. Our organization took care of that. You know what that means? You took care of that. Because you have given. 
all that is possible. I showed a little thing yesterday. I remember being in Cuba, my dad being a pastor of the Church of the Nazarene, and sometimes our food got so bad that I barely was able to eat it. But I remember good days when I heard my dad saying, the Canadians are here. That meant that the Church of the Nazarene from the United States was not able to send a penny to Cuba because there was not any relationship between the two countries. So the Church of the Nazarene in the United States sent the uh, world uh, mission funds to Canada. Canadian missionaries, volunteers, took cash inside of their clothes, smuggling, went there, and once every three or four months, they would come to feed us there. So this little man right here is made of faith promise offerings. Literally. I tell you what. If these people would be cuffed by the government of Cuba, these missionaries would never be able to see their families again in Canada. Believe me. They would just disappear. And they risk their lives. So some of us pray some of us give, some of us go. But all of us honor what he has done for every one of us. He has given this salvation, this sanctification, which is so precious. And that's what we can do. Second moment in the video is, I told this guy, that Jesus is an actor, the real one, is accessible to you through the Holy Spirit. That's the second moment. And then the third moment there, wouldn't be a good idea to do the same video here with the missions you do and take it to us to encourage our people. Why is the reason that we always have to bring videos from overseas to here? Why we don't do videos here? Hey, somebody, come on. Who's going to take the video, next video? I want a video in Georgia from this church. Because they are desperately excited to meet their family here. They know that we are a family of over 160 people, uh, 60 countries around the world. They want to meet you. Please, go to your missions. This country is full of missions, effective as even more than the ones we have there. We need to change all this. We are sending missionaries over here, and we are now sending missionaries over here. Have you noticed the nationalities of our board of general superintendents? It's like a multi-racial and color thing. And there's so much blessing between them. I was uh, commissioned with my wife. We were commissioned this past week in Kansas City, and we were able to have a close conversation with the board of district superintendent. Oh my goodness. It's so beautiful to see how people from so different countries, they get along so well. This is us too here. It's not only, they reflect, but we are here in the base. This church <laughs> is not an organization. This church is a body. This church is a family. And that's why you are here, right? Do you miss the Sunday mornings? Do you miss all the activities of the church? We do too in the other side of the world. Can you believe that? We're just the same. So get encouraged to do a video from here and send it to us, please.
one of those missions. I know there's a lot of missions in this. You have several pastors, so I know there are a lot of sheep here, a lot of lambs, and there are a lot of going around here. So tape it and please send it to us, okay? Faith promise, because you gave the word of the Lord is going around the world, and you will continue doing that. And if you cannot go, you pray. If you cannot pray, you are dead. Everybody can pray, right? Did you notice the beautiful praise and worship this morning? I didn't tell them the message this morning. You will see now. I invite you to go to your Bibles, please, to the first letter from Paul to the Corinthians. And let's read in the chapter 2. First Corinthians, Corinthians. Chapter 2, verses 9 through 13. 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verses 9 through 14. 13, I'm sorry. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of the man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak. Not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. Dear Lord, please help us. We open our hearts to you. Speak in the only language we can understand. You know us all. Please speak to us. I wanted to title this short meditation of the word, A Life Full of the Holy Spirit. And what I mean by this is a life Full of the Holy Spirit. Did you get it? Let's talk a little bit more about that. Many say today in different places that the Holy Spirit is a strength. Others say the Holy Spirit is a force. Others even say that the Holy Spirit is an influence. Other people say that He's just an energy. Other people even say that it's a vibe. Yeah. Run, the, run around the world and you will hear what I'm saying. And we do know that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's a real person. We do know that it's not the third person of the Trinity. No, 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 no. Not first, second, and third. The Holy Spirit 
is a person as it is the Father, as it is the Son, as it is God himself. The Holy Spirit is God himself. It says here, he searches, he knows, and he enables us. Our message this morning is concrete and clear. Search me, know me, enable me. Now, we were, we were singing this morning. Take me deeper into the waters where I don't have another choice but trusting you. That is a risky prayer. There is a song that goes like this. I need you to break my heart. I need you to break my life. I give my entire will to you everything I am oh Lord everything I have is yours I want to decrease so you might increase and after that I minister one night with that song and after that my precious wife of 10 years Mary passed away in a car accident what is that all about? You tell God, here I am. We need the boldness we don't have when we say that. We need to say, here I am. However, if your presence go with me, I go anywhere, I'll do anything because I can do all things through you. In order to do that, here is what we're going to be talking about. Search me. I have some verses here for you in Psalm 139, 1. Psalm 139, 1 says here, Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive, you sense my thoughts from afar. Psalm 129.23, we have this in the word of the Lord. Amazingly, how King David wrote these things, so beautiful. Inspired by the Holy Spirit. And it goes... one thirty nine twenty three. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. We were encouraged this morning through the worship to do what? To pray. Through the entire service, we have been encouraged to pray. To come in the intimacy with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit searches everything from God. From us, through the knowledge of God. And he can adjust our situations according to his purpose so we can then function according to the purpose he had when he created us inside of our mother's wombs. One couple, one male couple, one female couple 
they get together inside of a mother's womb, and here we are. Isn't that a miracle? If he has been able to do that, to create everything that is around, how in the world he will not take care of every thought of us inside? No magic in church. No magic. This banner has a meaning. This one has a meaning. That one has a meaning. Even has a meaning the positions where they are. Look at those. You know, we don't have anybody here to worship. Why? Because here everything is supposed to happen through the Holy Spirit. And when we come to a building beautiful and there is not the presence of the Holy Spirit, no, no, no benefit at all. Search me. Know me. Enable me. When we say search, it's exactly what we were singing. Go into the deepest things. You know who we are inside? Inside, we are. The baby that was born and mommy and daddy took care with all their positive and negative things there. When mom and dad got tired because we, we didn't want to sleep and we were crying too much, and we go like, mm -hmm. the baby did like, mm -hmm. and it stays in here because babies are born virgin in their brains. So everything we put there, the, everything we put in there, it stays there until these days. And sometimes we have fears and traumas and even phobias and we don't know why. And it, because we receive it at a very early age. So we are that baby inside of us today, today, yes. And when you appeal sometimes to that baby inside of us, we react as a baby. And God wants that. We are his eternal babies. Not according to here, but according to this one down and here. You understand what I'm talking about? We are a baby. Then we are the, the boy and the girl that went to school and received the impression and the footprints of our teachers and friends. Then the adolescents or teenagers that received the footprints of friends and society already. Then we have inside another man and woman that wants to do what we want to do. And guess what we do? What we think people would appreciate of us. But the real thing stays, oh, I've gained some weight here. The rest of the things we keep in like that. Search me, oh Lord, deeper, deeper. Know who am I? He knows. But when we do this partnership with him in prayer, he communicates to us. We have read it in the first verse this morning. In the book of John, finishing our time here, and the book of John says, chapter 6, six sixty-five. the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 65. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. 
we can be in front of the presence of the Lord and say, search me, he can search us. We can be in front of the presence of the Lord and say, know me, and he will know and let us know who we are, who we are really. Everything that we already forgot that we don't have records of, he, he, can, he can show to us. And then, if he does not enable us to be able to become one through the Holy Spirit with the Father and the Son, we cannot go forward. There is a big difference when we are full of the Holy Spirit. And I have a secret for you this morning. And this is the end of this, of this message. A life full of the Holy Spirit is a life under the control of the Holy Spirit. Our human egos have to yield the throne to the Holy Spirit to let him sit down there and submit ourselves to him. And then we obey. Then when you say, Jesus loves you, and you give the hand, the person goes right, wow, what was that? Oh, I sense it. We go, you know, many times, oh, the Holy Spirit is not about emotions. Church is not about emotions. Of course it's not about emotions. But the Holy Spirit uses our emotions so we can sense him. Come on. It is the same to be here singing to nowhere. I don't see anybody here that I can sing to. Play that piano for you. Oh, yeah, great. Awesome. Oh, Hiram, you're so good. Ooh, thank you. Uh, a couple of times, then go there and say, I'm so good. Oh, my goodness. I played that piano. What is that? Oh, I'd rather go to Carnegie Hall and do a couple of concerts and don't come to a church. But when we do what we do here, it's for his glory. Because we are grateful for everything he has done for us that he keeps doing every day for us, right? And that needs to be done in the spirit. Whatever we do out of the spirit doesn't have any meaning, even no reward. And I don't care about what sacrifice that is, as that would be. A, f a life full of the Holy Spirit is a life controlled by the Holy Spirit. And finally, I have a formula that the Lord gave my wife. It's not in the Bible, but it goes <laughs> big time with the Bible. And it is 24-7, 365. And you already got it. Being submitted under control of the Holy Spirit 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days of the year. Take that formula home. And we can come to the presence of the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, here I am. No missions without submission to the Holy Spirit. When we submit to the Holy Spirit, we have sub sub. Mission, the mission under. Submission to the Holy Spirit, then the mission can be precious according to the initial design of God for it to be. Right. Oh, praise the Lord, someone got it. <laughs> I know all of you are getting it and you are meditating in your heart and that is exactly what the Lord wants from us. Thank you for being attentive. Thank you for receiving the word this morning. Lord, search me. Really know me and let me know who am I. Our beautiful girls, precious kids were singing about the identity. Oh, what a revelation they have. 
Oh, you have no clue what the Lord is doing with young people around this world. You just don't have. That's what I was playing. I see a generation. Hmm. Wait until a little bit more and you see what the Lord is going to do through them. What he's doing already, but what he's going to do. Young people giving their lives literally for the love of Christ. It's happening already on the other side of the world where we live. It's going to be in the entire world. And then we're going to reign with our Father. Are you happy with that? Yes. The only one that can, can see us through difficult times is the Holy Spirit. Is God the Holy Spirit? He's a comforter. He's our companion. He's right there. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, warranty. It's a warranty or guarantee? How do you say that? It's a what? Guarantee. It's a guarantee that we have inside of us. So, Lord, search me. Know me. Enable me. May the Lord bless you. Well, I hope you heard that challenge this morning. There is no mission unless there is submission. I loved that thought. I love that. Thank you so much. Pastor Hiram, for the word that the Lord has placed upon your heart. Would you stand with me as we close our time together in prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the way that your spirit has moved among us today. And Lord, now as we prepare to leave this place and go out into the world where you have placed us, Father, may we not leave this place without your spirit. And Lord, if we need to linger a little longer to work some things out with you, give us the courage to do that. And Jesus, would you empower us and enable us and give us the courage to say, take me deeper. Use me, enable me, search me, know me. And then may we walk into this world, enabled by his power, to bring his love and his peace. And to be the hands and feet of Jesus right where we are. Father, we thank you for our time together. We play Pray blessings upon Pastor Hiram and Yanni and the ministry that they have in Georgia. Father, would your word go forth from them and explode in that region? And would life after life after life come to know who you are? And would that entire area of the world be changed for your honor and for your glory? And we pray that for Nashua as well. Would your word go forth and explode? here and would life after life after life be changed for your honor and for your glory alone in Jesus name we pray amen you are dismissed thank you so much go in his peace and his power